seen on live television. This movie is so racist, bro. <laughs> do, do you remember how fucking, like, just off the goddamn wall this movie yes, was? Yes, I remember when it came out. It came out right when we were graduating They spent school. so much time and money on but this bitch. But they spent so much money on it, but it was so goddamn funny. And it holds up over time. Like, it's really racist, but, like, it's all tongue-in-cheek. Like, and I know that's like two white guys made it, so it's not like that doesn't make it okay. But like, no. it's so fucking funny. Did this, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. Matt, <laughs> Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, but like the amount of effort and time and money they put into this, like we're never doing this shit again. Like, <laughs> this was way more work than we thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Uh, so first things first. Making it all with puppets. That's what the most hilarious part is. I love the fist fights. Yes. They just slap each other with the. So first things first, we'll cover the state of the union for us. The reason that I sound like a raspy voiced dumbass is I bruised my vocal cord. Yelling at my kid. Bruised your vocal cord. Yeah. Do you remember I had that cold? And then I yelled for the kid. Yeah, I bruised my vocal cord, so now half the time I talk, I sound like a raspy bastard. <laughs> um, it does pick up a lot on the like the audio as well. And if I've if I've been talking like a bunch, then it's really like prevalent. Um, I don't. I'm not doing it on purpose. This is. I legit thought this is how I sounded now, and I had to call my doctor. Like, is this normal? And he's like, Oh, dude, you bruised your vocal cord. Like uh, that's a thing. He's like, yeah, no. That's why you sound like Megatron right now. Like fucking, <laughs> like Starscream. <laughs> Starscream. So uh, that's my gimmick, and you have a bit of a cold still, right? Oh, absolutely. So if you hear, right, some... you, can, you can hear the fucking nasal passages in my shit. My shit is all stopped up. But I'm hopped up on Dayquil, so let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say too, like, uh, so if you have a coughing fit in the middle of this, just fucking oh, eat yeah, it, bitches. Yeah. Like, just, gonna I'm not gonna go it. backtrack and like, edit it. And that it's not out. just gonna be coughing like flims coming out. It's, it's nasty. <laughs> it's gonna sound gross as shit. I'm gonna critique it. <laughs> Hopefully, the beer will keep it down. You know, I I always seem to find when I get like a decent enough buzz, like I don't feel sick anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm like it happens. So, uh, I have written a show that I have to honestly admit to you I did in about an hour, but I feel like my subject matter is actually pretty decent. Yeah. So, what we're going to do first is we're going to talk about a subject that I really enjoy, uh, is that we're going to try to bring up a new segment that we're going to do. Okay. I'm going to try to sell you on watching a movie, and you come back and tell me what you thought. All right. So I did this to you once in like just regular days when I got you hooked on the prophecy. Yeah. So like that's actually the actually s- watched the prophecy too. It wasn't as good. No, no, no. The rest of the movies are garbage, but the the original movie is the shit. Like just I can wait until Stallsburg. I love you more than Jesus. Like that's and there's shit. Like, and there's like hardcore acting hitters in this in this movie. <sighs> I like forgot. Viggo Mortensen's in this movie. 
Yeah, you know the guy, Aragon? Yeah, that guy. He plays Lucifer, Lucifer. and his performance is so good in it, you never actually, like, because he doesn't, like, dress up for it or no, anything like no, that. No, It's just him in, like, a duster, but, like, I mean? he is so haunting in that that it never actually clicks that that's Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Like, that's where you get the, the early premonition of movies like uh, A History of Violence or, like, Eastern Promises. Um, but uh, that's the kind of level of movie that I'm talking about. Something that's so wildly interesting that you have to watch it. Yeah. So the movie I'm going to propose to you is You Cannot Kill David Arquette. You mean the David Arquette? The guy. The last thing I remember David Arquette being in was uh, Scream movie, probably. No, not Scream. It was not Scream. It was not Scream. That was his debut movie. I'm mm. talking about the last movie I remember David Arquette being in was what was it? Was it? Was it? Oh, you're talking about the wrestling movie. What, was it Royal Rumble or uh, Ready to Rumble? Ready to Rumble. I own. and I love the dude who says I will rule you. Uh, that is actually uh, the actor. I God, I forget his fucking name. Oliver. I love that movie. I thought it was pretty good. It, it's a David, fun movie. David Arquette. They were David Arquette and his boy. They were uh, septic tank That's cleaners. That's Scott Con. Yeah, yeah. That's James Con's kid. Yeah, and they were all. He was all about wrestling, and they wanted to meet. Oh, I can't remember the dude's name. What the king. The king. Yeah. Yeah. And they went to the the thing, and the king lost or something. And he got embarrassed, and uh, they tried to go get he him. Got he got destroyed by like Goldberg. Yeah, and they DDP jumped him. And, yeah. They jumped him. They were done with his shit. Yeah. So that movie actually segued into the most, not arguably, the most disrespectful moment in all of pro wrestling. And they say the thing that turned around WCW to becoming like a failure was that that movie, during that promotion, David Arquette became the WCW World's Heavyweight Champion. For like a week. But how? Uh, the NWO. What, they bring him out or something? I can't remember. No, he was best friends with uh, DDP. When DDP was feuding with the NWO... And uh, it was in a tag team match, and the guy who got the pin was the tag team champ, or was the like new champion. Except DDP didn't get the pin; David Arquette did. And so they put the belt on David Arquette, the guy from Scream. Interesting. And so wrestling fans have hated that dude forever. Here's the problem, though: the reason David Arquette did that movie was because he is a genuine, full-blooded wrestling fan. Like, loves wrestling. And so what happened is, is that my man had a heart attack a couple of years ago. Like, a legit heart attack. And decided that he realized his mortality and wanted to basically erase the wrestling hate he had received and rewrite David Arquette the wrestler. Because he loves wrestling that much. And so he doesn't really know how to break into this business. He has to do it on his own. And so what happens is he uh, has this heart attack, decides he's going to go back into wrestling, starts doing a bunch of gimmicky shit. Everybody fucking hates him. Nobody will book him because like, the crowds just hate him that much. Like, not even, like, heel heat. They just hate that guy because of what he did to wrestling. Wow. So what he ends up doing is from the absolute bottom of the wrestling tiers, he starts earning his way back. 
And so the first thing he does is a backyard wrestling promotion where there's like five people in the crowd and they basically just beat him up with like weapons and thumbtacks and shit like that. And he takes it all. He's actually pretty cool about it and he starts to rethink it. But then he decides that I'm going to start getting trained by like a real indie wrestler. And so this guy like basically lives out of his van, starts training him. And then he goes to South America and starts training with the street luchas, like the guys who actually wrestle in the middle of the street for, like, coins and change and shit. Like, they have a little lucha match, basically, with, like, ladders and stuff like that while you wait at the stoplight, right? Like, so it's, like, a real street performance. And he actually, at first, they don't really like him, but then he actually starts doing, like, stunts, like, spots, like, jumping off the ladder and shit like that uh, during the match, and they end up taking him back to their wrestling, like, studio and teaching him how to lucha. And he does so well in that that they actually end up giving him his own mask, which is huge. Oh, that's pretty cool. So they take him to, like, this mountaintop where they all just scream at the sun, and he gets, like, inducted in with the real luchas. Right. Then he ends up starting getting booked matches, and he gets matches with, like, uh, uh, Tony Storm, who is, like, a huge NWA guy. Uh, he gets matches with, like, um, uh, a couple of, like, really well-known, like, independent wrestlers. Um, and then he starts getting, like, feuds with, like, Mr. Anderson and shit like that. Like, he starts doing decent for himself. And what happens is, is that he has his weaknesses as a wrestler. Like, he's never going to be able to do a lot of the shit that the wrestlers do, but... He's developed a style that works for his body type and persona. And it ends up kind of working. And then he ends up taking a death match with the king of the death matches, uh, Nick Gage, and ends up catching a uh, fluorescent light tube to the neck. And it actually punctures one of his arteries, like badly, like he's bleeding to death. He walks out for a second, stops, goes back in, Finishes the match and then goes to the hospital. You know who his best friend is? Who? Luke Perry. <laughs> you know who Luke Perry's kid is? Jungle Boy. Is it Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's kid. That's funny. This is like before Luke Perry dies. So Luke Perry ended up, like you find out, went to like all of his kids' wrestling matches. Anyone he could go to, he went. Oh, really? Yeah, like he was really supportive of his gimmick. And that's why the crowd basically just loves Jungle Boy. Not only the his legacy, but the kid is actually like a really good talent for his size. He's a small guy, but he makes that shit work. And he looks like Mowgli from the Jungle Book. Like Yes he does. He's so little. But he's so good. Yeah. And so they put made his tag team partner Luchasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Luchasaurus with the educated with the educated voice. Uh, he has a doctorate in, like, history. Yeah. It's like, my people, 65 million years ago. Yeah. But the movie is about David Arquette earning his way back into not being the worst thing that ever happened to wrestling. And at the end of the movie, you get to decide. Interesting. If he did it or not. So I showed you a clip, and you've seen some of the shit that I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. But it's just like, What? I'm going to take, I'm gonna take an hour and 30 minutes out of my day, and I guess I'm going to watch it. It's worth it. Because it, like, delves into his family problems and shit like that, and his alcoholism, and just, like... Oh, shit. Like, it's, it's deep. It's good. Um, 
Which kind of segues me into the uh, the next topic. Um, we can all admit as men that, like, on the surface you have to be like, nah, nothing affects me. I'm the Iron Rock, right? But there have been movies in our past that have made you cry like a bitch just for a second, just for a second because of the story. And we talked about one when I brought up the subject, so I'm going to let you go ahead with this. Well, I mean, like, if we were picking, like, which one it was, mine was definitely Gladiator. I'm sorry, y'all. But one, Batman walked up to his home and saw his wife and his child burned to death. Father of a murdered son. Hanging, hanging on his land. And he wasn't there to stop it. Um, he goes through and becomes a gladiator, kills tons of people to kill the one guy he wanted to kill that made that shit happen. So, Ended up dying in the process. And while he's passed out, he's walking through those fucking, the wheat. He's got his hands going through. Fucking waterworks. And he sees his family, bro, bust out into tears on that. I'm sorry. I'm if sorry. If you don't, you don't have a soul. I, I, You're not I'm a human sorry. being. That shit, that shit's wild. But I got some other moments for you that you haven't been thinking about. What? Like, uh, moments like, freedom! I didn't cry. I didn't cry during that. I, I did. I didn't cry. Because my man is just like, and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, they did the shit. <laughs> like, fucking like, oh. You straight took my man's nuts. How about, well, yeah, like that part, like, well, I don't, I think that Mel Gibson has a torture fetish as has been, like, popularized by South Park and shit like that. But, um, moments that made you cry like a bitch. Uh, and I know it's not a movie. But it is a, a collection of movies, essentially. One of the first mini-series. When, uh, in Band of Brothers, they're talking to Captain Winters, and he, uh, in his old age, says, my grandson asked me if I was a hero, and I told him no, but I served in the company of heroes. Like, if you don't cry at that very moment, like, oh my god. Like soul that, crushing. That comes, that comes to a niche, and I know like most men have probably seen that miniseries, and most men should should watch that miniseries. I watch it every year. I watch it. I watch it once a year. I watch it once a year. That and the Pacific. Um, the Pacific are, is hard for me, but like, yeah, that's why is the Pacific hard. Uh, it's like grittier. The Pacific was way grittier, and 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 and, and the thing about the Pacific though, the Pacific was way way more racist. So like my big but, but 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 in that instance, in that time in history, you kind of, I get it, I understand it, I understand why. I mean, like my thing is, is that I just went through the emotional roller coaster of Band of Brothers, and then I watched the first episode of The Pacific, and I'm like, I I don't know if I can do this again. Yeah, when they chopped those cats up on that beach, that was a pile of bodies, bro. That was a pile of bodies. I got another scene for you. When Private Ryan is kneeling at the at the beginning of the movie, oh, and then you man. find out what it was. Yes, and when you go back to him sitting at the tombstone and crying, look, bro, come on, come on, bro, come on, you 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 are gonna drop a tear, yeah, just a little bit, like no, you you, it's like, wow, like what that dude went through was just like, 
okay, I'm here because of this guy here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, behind that guy there was a team of, people, a team who of people who all died. died. They, all, they buried, them, buried them all in the same spot. To save the last son. Yep. So uh, I got another one. And this will be mostly niche to me probably because of my family orientation to the, the prayer. Uh, but in the 13th warrior, when Bolvine finally dies... After being poisoned, and they they like have this last final battle, the dog that. starts barking, and you find out that he's dead. I sniffled up for a hot second, like I give it, I'll give it, like it, you know what? I dropped a tear, like maybe I didn't cry like a bitch, but I dropped a tear. It was like you're you're proud of your boy because he made it to the last fucking second. Yeah, he finished his mission and became. Even though he was never the king, they made him the king. They buried him like a king. Yeah. I didn't cry during that. I didn't cry that. But there have been several movies where you're, for like a second you're like, well, fuck. And so uh, my, my suggestion is uh, think on the subject. Uh, put it in the comments uh, below the video and just uh, tell me. Uh, tell me what your movie was that you... I know we didn't bring Crack them all up. Like a bitch. Like So, um, here's another question for you. Is is Twitter just porn? Yes. I mean, like, I just yes. recently got into Twitter. Like, yes. I've had an account for a hot I minute. I mean, like, Twitter is insane about it, though. It's like the OnlyFans preview scene. It's crazy. Like... It's just bitches with their pussies out and like fucking just like and I appreciate the free shit but I'm not subscribing to your OnlyFans cause you just showed me everything you got on fucking Twitter it's like what? why? and like some bitches are just crazy oh they go wild with it bro they straight crazy. They, they straight so segments for chicks are getting banged out anal on that bitch it's stupid not even that but just like 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 fucking gangbang cum scenes and shit like that like twitter is porn it's just porn I don't know if my algorithm is fucked up it probably is but like I fucked it up it's that I, I see like like racing shit I see like ads for like dogecoin I see, like, uh, fucking uh, some of my football updates, some of my soccer updates, and then pretty much just vagina. <laughs> like, after I mean, that. speaking of that, bro, is anybody tired of you're talking about something, then you go to your fucking Facebook, and then there's an ad for the shit, and you're like, thanks, FBI guy. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks. My least favorite thing is when you go on the internet and you, like, are looking at, like, YouTube reviews, or, no, I'm sorry, sorry, product reviews and shit like that, and then, like, somebody hits you with the Wish ad, be like, would you like a double-sided dildo? Be like, when have I ever, ever Asked given that. you the idea that I was, like, interested in, like, we have butt plugs. Be like, I'm not looking up butt plug. I've never, I don't know if I've ever said the word butt plug that wasn't in a joke. <laughs> like, right. like I mean, like, I understand, like, like when I'm fucking around, like, like my text messages might be sus. But that's not for me. <laughs> like, it's like, just, It's just weird how that happens, bro. So it makes me think of uh, a question that was proposed to me today. Exactly. Uh, we're making a new segment. Okay. It's called Why Do Chicks? Why Do Chicks? <laughs> and so I feel... <clears throat> this will be interesting. ...that there is probably nobody better 
to give you advice on why do chicks than your local scumbag. Uh-huh. Me. And I feel like you have enough input as another local scumbag that we can we can probably help some dudes and maybe some chicks even out on uh, sub-subjects. Like, uh, today I was asked, um, why do people like Snapchat? And so I had to stop for a second because my immediate response was, was like, so you can send fucking dick pics without impunity, right? <laughs> like... So, um, everybody's like, oh, I never said, like, yes, you have. <laughs> At least one. At least, you regretted it, but you did it. Like, Snapchat gives you the ability to find out if somebody screenshotted that shit. And so, like, unless you want to get called out, you play by the rules, which is don't screenshot it. Or be smart and have another phone and just take a picture with the other fucking phone. <laughs> Like a smart person. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just—I I never said I wasn't a that's, scumbag. That's the loophole, by the way. <laughs> I never said I wasn't, a, and I do. I have a backup phone for specifically that purpose. Like Jesus, it's not charged at the moment, but I only recently got back out of my sex about Just know, ladies, you're sitting there mad, your nose. Just know, you got them. <laughs> I got them. Unlock, like, but you know. You sent them, and you knew I was going to find a way to keep them. Yeah. I worked for the fucking nerd herd, for goddamn sakes. Like, of course I know how to come. Okay. <laughs> like, I, that's my job, is technical expertise. If we're in a, in a fucking A-team, the guy that does your computer work is me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, Snapchat specifically. So, dudes, if a chick asks you if you have a Snapchat, and you don't, Go make a fucking Snapchat, because this gives the ability to be able to like erase conversations. Now I'll say this: the for the most part, like, do not worry if your chick has a Snapchat, because it actually turns out that like ninety five percent of the Snapchat shit is just like easier to send. You get read receipts without having to know about read receipts. Conversations just delete so they don't take up data on your phone so you don't have to go back and delete conversations and shit to free up space. Like, it is a functional social media app. And for the most part, most chicks are using it for that purpose. That's not the conversation we're having. The conversation is is when you look at somebody's, uh, like, Tinder or, like, Bumble and they give you a Snapchat address, that's them asking you to speak to them on the app. Right? So go ahead and do that. Right? Like, like I would say 50% of my success ratio comes from owning a Snapchat. Right? But the thing is, is oh, that man. a lot of the people that you communicate aren't going to be on there for that. But if you're if you're on it, you have a loophole in the dating game. On I don't that. have that kind of success on the whole internet dating thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, though. Uh, you kind of have to have the right kind of, like, confidence slash, like ability to text communicate like legit on my tinder profile like the, the starting sentence is i only have two things to offer dick and cooking and i'm great at both jesus christ i don't have anything else those those are my like i'm toxic shameless and an asshole right like like just straight up I, my my quality is i go to work i i would put you like that. i'm a horrible boyfriend i'm, I'm terrible i'm not romantic at all Actually, funny that you bring that up because uh, one of my friends was showing they they have like a love letter box. Yeah. And like it's huge. 
And now it was a chick, but, like, it's filled with, like, dude love letters and shit like that. And I'm, like, reading these shits, and they're, like, three pages long and shit. And I'm, like, people actually do this? Like, I wrote, I gave, like, the, the cards and shit like that. Like, I've written a chick a card one time, right? And inside the card, the text I put, instead of, like, like, you're my sun to my moon, you're the one that casts the light on my darks. Like, this is the shit in these letters, right? It said, I'ma touch the butt. <laughs> like, that was the whole text. And you want to know what I did? You got, you got that energy, bro. I, I don't have that energy. I touched the butt. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, we already were going to smash. That was her birthday card. Like, I'ma touch the butt. I am horrific. It is terrible. It yeah, is but I, I do have that, that weird confidence that people just kind of pick up on where I'm like, I'm ugly as shit. I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm bald, I'm overweight, I drink too much, and I still get it in regularly. <laughs> like, it's it, it's mind-boggling to me how it works. But, like, Poppy, the same thing. Like, just a horrible, ugly-looking little troll. That motherfucker speaks, like, eight languages, though, so... Yeah, but we do can, the same can shit. Say, I can put my dick in your butt in Russian, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that might actually be an effective tactic. You know what I'm saying? Last time I was looking around, I didn't see, like, a, sh- a bunch of straight-up Russian chicks hanging around, like... I mean, you never know. I mean, that's a niche ability, but, like, have it. It's like training in job trades to make sure that you have a backup career. Like, I'm not only a computer technician and a phone repair guy. I'm also a plumber. I can drive any heavy machinery, including cranes. I can drive, like, a, uh, I can do pest control... Like, I can do, like, a shit ton of other things in case I need to go look for a job because I'm probably banging somebody on site. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, come on, man. Like, it's you've seen it. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty... It's interesting. I can't tell you why. It's like, pretty I really impressive can. in the same... It's not for kudos. It's just it's it, what no, happens. No, no, motherfucker. That shit's impressive because you're an ugly motherfucker. God I am. Damn. But ugly. I'm funny. <laughs> God damn. And you don't need to be cute when you're funny. You're right. <laughs> God damn. I don't so, know how he does it. I, I guess it's just me. I mean, like, I'm a nice guy. But I'm just not that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're looking for a motherfucker that's gonna, you know... I mean, like, in the moment, like, you look for a motherfucker that's just going to goddamn send you love letters and shit like that, who's going to talk on the phone, that capability. who's going to talk on the phone with you for 24 hours, not this guy. No. No, I don't have the attention span for that. I'm sorry. I got to do something else. Just not about it. But you know what your your gimmick is, though? Is that you're the guy, gimmick, you do have a gimmick, and you need to play on it. You're the guy that if you're, if a chick is throwing you some ass... You are legit, straight up, not ever talking to another chick about ass. Oh, that's true. And I don't, I really don't have that capability. No, you don't. You're a whore. <laughs> you're a fucking whore. Yeah, I mean, if like, like you're right. I mean, like, if I'm banging you, I'm banging you. You know what I'm saying? And you don't even need to worry. Else. Like, you he's not picking worry. up the phone, bitch, because he's in the middle of a Call of Duty game. Like, that's where he's at. <laughs> like, that's what he's doing. Like, legit. Emphatically. I'm probably playing FIFA. Probably. Yeah, it's like... If you're texting me and it takes me 20, 20 minutes to text you back or 30 minutes to text you back, 
I haven't hit halftime yet. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> you can't just pause because you lose your momentum, and chicks just don't understand. Yeah, just don't understand, bro. But like, that's the thing, though, is that like you're not easy to track, like eat, like hard to track. Like, like he went out, like yeah, well, he's with his boys, and he's playing poker and like maybe watching a fight, or he's like he's out with Matt. Like when we hang out, I'm not doing like sketchy ass like fucking no, really chick not. shit. Uh, we like I'm we're fucking probably, hanging out with my boy. We're probably out at the bar or something. Or drinking. recording. Or recording. Like legit. Like no the only time we hang out anymore here. is when we're recording. It, pretty much. Or we're doing D and D or doing some crazy shit like that. D and D is has been pretty interesting. It has. It has been. Actually. But uh, going back to our subject. Yeah. Um, make a fucking snap. Like don't be a chip. I mean, I have a Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. For Snapchat. what reason? I mean, if a chick wants to hit up on Snapchat, I'll talk to her on Snapchat. Yeah, that's playing the field. Or, I mean, I got friends that do Snapchats. They Snapchat me bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes or it's, just it's a video interesting. Or it's a video. So, like, like half of my friends communicate through Snapchat. But like, I guess I like fucking have a Snapchat. So, like, like I don't want everybody to think like if you're a chick and you own a Snapchat that you're up to hood rattery. That's not what that is. But if you wanted to be up to Hood Rattery, that is the best possible app- application to download. <laughs> like, it's, it erases itself, it consumes no data, and bitches be crazy on Snapchat. Like, send crazy nudes, right? Like, like people you wouldn't even think. Like, half the time I get, like, some sort of, like, uh, interesting proposition... It's because of a chick on my Snapchat who I had no idea even wanted the dick. I live by the philosophy, especially as a single dude. Like, it would be inconsiderate of me. It would be rude, actually, to not provide you the dick should you request. That is just, just rude. (laughs) Uh, Depending on the chick. Well, you gotta remember, I'm... I'm casting in a net. You're throwing darts. <laughs> Not even throwing darts, though. That's the thing. I mean, I think I'm, like, I'm that dude that walks into a room. Yeah, chick's hot. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers thirsty as hell, staring, whatever. I'm just, like, going with it. Registered, moving on with my day. Got it. She's, she is hot, though. You want to know what half of it is, though? Not slinging the dick. Huh? Half of the attraction is not slinging the dick. Whereas I used to be like, if you want it, come get it. And I still am to a degree. But sometimes you need to say, nah. We've been to dinner. Right, I paid. We went to a show, I paid. And you're like, okay, let's lock down the dick. It's like, mmm, not tonight. And now that comes from the fact that I am now over 35 and can control the mind of the dick. The dick's like, we gotta go. Be like, well, hold on. Wait a second. Pause it. Right? The dick's like, I'm mad at you. Be like, I know, but you won't be later. (laughs) The next time you go out, I guarantee that there is some shit on her mind and she will ruin your life over it. Like, just... Bust a nut in 13 seconds, kind of like, oh. <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, bring a Gatorade, because you're going to get fucked up. 
because you didn't lock it down the first time. No, now she's going to make you regret it. <laughs> like, like, real advice. <laughs> so You're going to want this pussy motherfucker. I'm going to ruin your life. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> That's what I want. So, um, we're going to hard transition into a topic that got brought up, which was uh, D&D. D&D. So, uh, I have a roommate that has been, like, really big into D&D and, like, got me into it again. Because I'll be honest, like, I played before, but I had never played in a game that was, like, actually as well-registered and, like, concrete yeah. as, as the way he runs his game. Because I was running one before then, I was just trying to get the group together, but I didn't want to DM. There was never anything I wanted to do. I just want to cook food and, like, fucking sit around, drink booze, and just do wild shit. And so uh, I talked you into showing up for a game, and I don't know what you thought of it before you showed up, but I noticed... That when you did show up, you came with your homework done, and you knew what you were doing. You had your own dice. Like, you were like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to take it seriously. And I think that... It was funny, though, because I had dice from, like, a... It was like a God of War set that I had, like, purchased, and it came with one. So. I, I really did not expect you to come with your own dice. I had some dice. <laughs> and so, like, uh, like, D&D players know that, like, you have your, like group of dice that you have and so like all of us have like metal dice and shit yeah Um, they're hardcore in that shit uh the rogue doesn't he he still has his like but he has his favorite colors and uh so like with me i have uh golden uh like 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 uh ruin dice yeah and then i have golden blue like uh like hardcore dice and so like i just have three metal sets because i was gifted one and then i got two of my own and so, like, those are my dice. And so, like, I was very surprised when you came with your dice. And one of the first things you did was that you you did a mechanic in the game that none of us were doing. What? Like, can I roll perception for this? And like, wait a minute. Like, you can investigate into rolling perception? You Like, you don't have to wait and accidentally guess into perception? It's like, oh, yeah. Well, that's a fucking thing. And so you had actually done your homework on, like, how to play. And uh, what what character did you end up making for the game? Uh, it was a fucking a ranger. So what was your race? It was half orc, half human. Of course it was. That's what you look like now. Mm, duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, your goal was to do what? Like, what was your ability supposed to be? Well, I mean, like, I honestly wanted to be, like, a crazy marksman with the bow. Which like, ended up being cool. Yeah, I'm still still Legolas kind of deal. Um, But reading the books and stuff, getting into it, like I'm like a, I'm like a what is it? A planar warrior, right? So basically, I can detect portals. um, I can fucking, I can fucking talk to animals. I have like a certain survival rate and kind of shit like that. I'm very acrobatic and fucking. It's just kind of a ranger but kind of a jack of all trades too which is interesting because you've modified your character after what you thought it was going to be into something else and I have a couple of characters that I play Uh, I have a uh, I can't wait to use my new bow though (laughs) yeah you did just get a bow Um, makes its own arrows (laughs) that's which is I didn't realize it did that 
So, like, uh, I play in that game a, a seven-foot-tall tiger person. His name's Shere Khan. <laughs> they call him Tabaxi. Uh, so I, uh, I am a samurai, technically. Yeah. But I just segued into Barbarian so that I could have Rage, and I just level again. I need one more level to have, like, Furies. Which means, like, I'll be able to hit, like, eight times in a turn. Oh, stupid. So, like, I have a cloak of flying. So, like, in one of the games that you missed, I ended up flying over. Like, you might not have missed it. No, I didn't miss that. Flying over the side. Uh, yeah, because you were the one picking off guys on the angles. Yeah. But I flew off the side of the bridge and was using my swords to just basically, like, hedge clip them on the way through. Like, that was some shit. So, like, my question to you would be, what is the wildest thing that you've seen either done or have done in this game so far? Oh, when you when you picked up our rogue and threw him. <laughs> oh, the speedball special. Yeah, or fastball was, special. That shit was pretty funny. <laughs> so, you tell them what there you was, saw. I mean, like, it was cool because, like, we were on this cliff and there was, like, a river. And these enemies were chasing us down. So we turned around and was like, man, fuck that. We're about to fight these assholes. Actually, the first part of it, we were stuck in this house. And I was like, and these dudes, well, in these, like, was this one set that were trying to come up and raid us in the house. Right. So I acrobatically jumped on this roof and started picking them off as they're coming in. Which was clutch. Which was dope. It was pretty clutch. I'll admit that. Um, And then Matt bust out the fucking door and was just like, I'm tabaxi cat. Fuck that. Like, and starts it's just what I do, dudes. Because, like, Matt, if Matt's anything, he's like our tank. And he can just fucking go in there and just rape anything in, like, two hits. It's stupid. Like, his damage <laughs> is dumb. Um, well, since I've been leveling up, like, my whole, like, I have, like, a, a hunter's mark type of thing. Which hunter's mark out, is dope. Which helps out our entire fucking party because they get an extra D6 of uh, damage. As long when as I you're in that, within five feet as, of the target. Without, as long as I'm within 90. As long as we're within yeah, five with feet. y'all are in five feet. But Which is a melee within, guy. As but as long as, as long as they're within 90 feet of me, I can put Hunter's Mark on them, and I can also track them with Hunter's Mark, too, if they're trying to run away, as long as I'm staying within 90 feet. And they can't get away from me because my acrobatics help me move, like, what was it, like, 30 feet per per. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty clutch-ass yeah. move. Um, and then we were fucking... Either way, after we dealt with those dudes around the house, so I acrobatically jumped on this fence and saw these cats coming. And I kind of told them where everyone was because I can kind of like you know. You don't kind of. You absolutely know where they are. <laughs> I can. I'm a hunter. I mean, ranger, so I can like like see where they are with my arrow. What do you see with your elf eyes? Can't they just be elf yeah, like regular eyes, bro? Yeah. Why do they got to be elf eyes? <laughs> I got elf eyes. I got like these work eyes. But anyway. <laughs> Um, either way, Matt's like chilling over there. He's like, he's like a good hundred feet from me or something like that. And I'm like, Matt, why the fuck you just don't fly over? Or you could pick this dude up, fly over with him, chuck him, and then he's still in sneak attack because they can't see him. And then he can attack him from above. So he picked, he flew, picked him up and flew him and then threw him while flying. It was crazy. (laughs) <laughs> so here's what I remember happening was that while you climbed up to this roof and started picking dudes off, I started the campaign to talk the halfling rogue into letting me throw him at the enemies. 
right? <laughs> yeah, no, Jesus. I know. Puppet fucking <laughs> so, I, uh, <clears throat> I have been talking the rogue into this entire time the benefits of me chucking him at the enemy, right? You'll be in the group. You will have a sneak attack, right? <laughs> like, right. Because I just throw you at the group, right? And so uh, what's funny is I have a hill giant's belt on, right? So I get a plus five to strength, and my strength's like 17, right? Right. And so when I roll, when when, when uh, Sam's finally like, well, uh, roll for strength, like, I got a 30. <laughs> and so what happened was is that you started egging on me being allowed to throw this rogue <laughs> at the group of enemies. And so what happens is we, uh, you get in a position where you start sniping over this bridge. Or not a bridge, but over the, over the waterway. I pick him up, drop him in one turn, then land, grab him, and throw him. Now, mind you, I landed him like 10 yards short. Like, it was too much of a distance. Yeah. But it was enough of a success that I was able to cover the distance with your arrows to back him up to kill the, the whole group of people in, like, three turns. Right. Right? There's, like, f- five to seven dudes, right, that we killed in, like, three turns. It was before. Everybody else was still moving, and we were already over there. Oh, we we had been executing thing. people for a hot second. Yeah. So the fact that he let me do it and then in the future, ex- like, exploits was that in future games, the rogue let me... It ended up being the rogue's idea... To let me throw him <laughs> at the enemy, and so the idea came from that uh, uh, X Men issues where Colossus chucks Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all the fastball bat- like special, <laughs> like just chuck the rogue at them. Don't tell the elf. <laughs> but the thing is that it started to work, and so we came yeah. up with a tag team it's, move. It's a move <laughs> that we could do. It's a legitimate move that they use. Like it's it's. It's written on their sheets. It's, it's a move. <laughs> like, it has a damage score. <laughs> um, but, like, the the coolest thing I think I've done in a D&D game was uh, in the uh, Saturday game where Matt is the DM. Yeah. Uh, I have an, a full orc luchador, which is, like, a, a play on a barbarian build. And so I don't use, like, weapons. I use, like, gauntlets. Or brass knuckles, so I don't have, like just have weapons. It's all physical melee damage. But he has like a luchador mask, and he is that's what he does, is he's a luchador. So his charisma's high, but he's an orc. So I play him like an orc. And so one of the things that I like try to encourage with guys is when you get comfortable, if you want to do a voice, do a voice. And so, like, for me, I already have that kind of, like, don't-give-a-fuck attitude. And uh, I have several voices for my characters. So, like, Shere Khan. Shere Khan sounds like these. Which is actually my uh, uh, my luchador voice. Which is El Bastardo Magnifico, the Magnificent Bastard. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and his, his, his uh, uh, luchador master, the one that taught him the art of lucha, is El Privilegio Blanco. <laughs> the white privilege. Jesus <laughs> but I use one of my moves with Rage and Fury to have a move, which is something I stole from the Will Sasso character, El, 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 El Swipo, 
uh, his uh, arch nemesis is El Diablo Blanco. I'm sorry, El Diablo Negro. Oh wow! Uh, who's played by uh, uh, Lamar Burton? I want to say uh, the guy, uh, skinny guy from Mad TV. Yeah. Um, he's El Diablo Negro, the Black Devil. Yeah, I know right? you're talking about. So he's El Aso Wipo, and he breaks your beer back like so with his knee, right? And so like the whole time building up to this, uh, I have. Already in my first game, I actually ended up killing the main boss, and like people had been up its asshole and shit like that. Like I had to remove Sam's character from its rectum. Like what the fuck? it was like a corpse monster with like several body parts attached to it, and we were trying to figure out a way to kill this fucking thing instead of tentacles. It was fucking us up, right? So like I couldn't even really get close to it because every time I go up to it. Like, and I want to establish that El Bastardo is actually the tank of that group. In our group, I play a character that is basically like a, a machine gun. As in, I will literally jump into the fray, my health and protection is usually better than most people's, and I will just kill stuff faster than it can kill me. And so, like, even in one of the games, they're like, how are you still alive? Well, I have an ability where I get a plus five health potion, plus whatever I roll with, like, a D4, every time I use this move, it just can't stack. And I've used it three times. I said it out loud, but nobody was paying attention, right? I just have a little notch off on my sheet to make sure I'm not cheating. Plus, I also had, like, health potions and shit like that. So, like, I was keeping myself alive because we don't have a healer, right? So in this game, we do have a healer who is Sam because he's actually technically a pirate cleric but he has, like, lightning spells and guns and shit like that. Like, it's a really interesting game. So, um, El Bastardo is in, I, I believe it was our Halloween game, and there was we were fighting in a graveyard, and the end boss ended up being this monster that was basically made out of crypts and tombstones and shit like that. It was dope. And so it came down to where we were whittling away at his health, and I had done enough math in my head to think, there's no way he's not below 100 points, right? And so I'm raged and furied, and I'm exhausted, but I also have, like, extra turns and shit like that based on my character sheet. So I could attack this guy four times in a turn and do a maximum of, like, 93 damage, right? And I'm pretty sure, like, I would say 50% sure he's under 100 points. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking attack him. And then whoever hits him next, just hit him. With whatever you have, we're going to kill him. There's no way he's not under 100 like, points. And Matt's staying quiet. He's not saying shit. And everybody's like, well, we don't know because he's been fucking our shit up. Like, half of our party is already dead. Like, and we have to go revive them. So he says, okay, go ahead and roll it. And I roll a double 20. Natty. Natty double 20s. And he says... Do it. I said, do what? He goes, do it. And all of a sudden it hits me what he wants me to do. And I went, no way. Get the fuck out of here. He's like, do it. I said, I lift him up over my head. He's like, I like look at him. He's like, yeah, just fuck it. And I break his back. I like saw with my knee. 
and I kill the fucking villain with the backbreaker, and it's like the first time I've ever successfully hit the backbreaker. Right. And he lets me have it on the double 20, just like, ah, the whole party goes fucking insane. Because I keep saying, I've been saying it like for fucking four games, like, I would like to pick up him in the, over my head and the break is back like a soul with my knee. Right, like, and it always like fucks up somewhere, right? Where I ended up having to punch him or body slam him or something like that. Like I've never done the backbreaker. Right. And then I roll a double twenty, and he's like, "Fuck, just do it." Right, <laughs> like you can see in his face, he's like, just like he's letting me have fun, and he's having a good time. But he's like, "Fuck, like how do I not let him do it?" Like he I'm rolled the double twenty. <laughs> I lift him over my head. <laughs> and a break at his back, a lock saw with my knee. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's the most fun I've ever had, like playing a D and D game. That's like, pretty funny. That, that shit was off the wall fun, and yeah. uh, so like we have like the full maps in that game with like uh, trees and like like actual figurines, like oh, houses cool. and shit, and we all have our own custom painted characters. Sam ordered my guy, painted him. I thought it looked fucking awesome, and then that's the guy I play in that game. That's dope. It's pretty fun, man. And uh, so, I uh, I was actually kind of perusing through uh, the internet as I do, um, and I came across the vaccine bandits. Now, the both of us have already gotten our first shots. Well, I, I wouldn't say already, but we like my doctor told me what shot I was supposed to get like six months after it happened. And I'm not really mad about him taking his time to figure out, like, which one a diabetic guy is supposed to take. Right. Right? And then you got your shot a day after I did. Yeah. I'll admit, man, what shot did you get? I got, uh, what is it? The Pfizer or Moderna? I got Moderna. I got Pfizer. And I was pretty much fine until about, like, 4 o'clock the next day, and I couldn't even really function. Like, I was just so, like beat up and tired about it like I wasn't even sick I was just like exhausted and I ended up coming home and just like sleeping it off and I was fine the next day but like dude I have a whole nother shot coming like fuck I think the next shot would be fine well it's supposed to react as uh, like to how good your immune system is and I don't even have one so like I'm hoping it's not gonna mean shit because I, I hear that, that if you have a decent immune system, like, it's worse for you. Because your body's like, nope, don't like that. Right. But uh, the Vaccine Bandits are a group of people in California who have stolen a bunch of vaccines. But they didn't just steal vaccines, they stole vaccination cards. What? And what they do is they walk around on the streets of California and ask people, have you gotten the vaccine yet? And if you say no, they jag you with a vaccine, like shank you with one, and then run off after dropping a card at your feet with the date on it and what vaccine you got. And the kicker to this is that uh, usually within a couple of days, you receive a handwritten note in like purple Sharpie marker that says, see you in two weeks. And I, so like the one part of me says, that's actually kind of funny. 
Like, like when you think about it, like there's some vigilante group out there, like force vaccinating people. Kind of funny. However, however, you're going to end up in the wrong motherfucker. I, they do it so quickly that I think that it's going to be like a freak occurrence. Like, I think the, the wrong motherfucker that catches them, it's going to, it, ah, but the, I, I just think they're in the right, like, like area for that. Like, I just don't see too many, like, gun-toting, like, I'm going to fucking shoot you guys. Not in California. In California, right? Yeah, I don't see them going to Compton and doing that shit. I don't see them going to do it in, like, fucking Texas. No. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> it's like I just don't see it. Shit, I don't see them the doing other part is, is <laughs> it's fucking horrifying. It is horrifying, bro. Like. Somebody sticking you with a needle, bro? That's illegal as fuck. Oh, yes. But even if it is the vaccine, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, if somebody said no, they may have already gotten that vaccine, and they just don't feel like talking to you about it. It's my decision. It's my body. I can do whatever I want to. Fuck you. No, I didn't take that fucking vaccine. doesn't matter which one I took. But, like, like, the vigilantism where they're just, like, going out there and shaking people with goddamn vaccines. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That's insane. That's terrible. So. Man, if they get caught, bro. If a guy, I think my reaction time is quick enough that if somebody jagged me with a needle, that the first thing I'm going to do is try to bite their eyeball. Like, like legit. Like, whatever the dirtiest fucking grab a hold and, like, fucking hurt that person technique is, if you stick me with a fucking needle... The first thing I do, like, I give myself a shot every fucking day. Like, the surprise of a shot is not going to fucking affect me. Like, you motherfucker. Where are they stabbing you with? In the arm. It's a surprisingly decent vaccination considering what they're doing. They come up, they come around the corner. Did you get the vaccine? They say no. They fucking grab their arm, jag them real quick. Drop the card and they're gone, like like fucking parkour style. Like you are not. Gotta fucking hurt, bro. What they broke that needle off in you? There's a lot of problems with that. However, it's still a little bit funny. <laughs> like uh, like a little bit funny. Oh no, man! I don't agree with that at all, bro. No, I don't agree with the process. I don't like the process. I, I think, think they should even, be prosecuted to the fullest it, extent of the even, law. I don't even find it funny. I find it a little bit funny. I don't, bro. That there's a group of people out there that were just like, we're going to fucking mob vaccinate people. But like, you're not smart. You're not a good person. Definitely not. Like, like none of that is true. But, like, somebody, some buddies dedicated the time and effort to knock over a drugstore, not steal the opioids steal vaccines and then flash vaccinate people as fucked as that is kind of funny like a Jesus little bit funny Christ. like it's okay that you don't think it like but I find it just I find it like, fucking that's horrifying bro. it is horrifying it's that's terrible horrifying. it's like nobody should ever do this but the fact that it's already happened is kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> What if it, what if that shit did turn you into like a Russian grizzly bear or some shit? Like like okay, now we're all the way fucked up and you've been flash grizzlying people. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's uh What like what if? What if? What if we turn into zombies, bro? 
I mean, I already have my zombie plan. Which is die fast, leave a large corpse, and become king zombie. <laughs> All right. You know, motherfuckers have that plan where they're like, you have this sick list of your friends that you're gonna like recruit, or the friends that are bait. Army of the dead. Mm-hmm. And like, like what you're gonna do? Like, I'm gonna go to a, like a gun store and steal the bullets and shit like that. First of all, the only motherfuckers that'll survive for the first like month. Are these motherfuckers at gun stores? The only problem is, is that there's no food there, and they're usually out in the boondocks. I can tell you, the motherfuckers are gonna survive. It's these people that have been saving up and building these bunkers and all kinds of shit for the last thirty years. I got a, I got a good idea for that. What? So my plan is to find the doomsday prepper, find their buried bunker. There is a carbon dioxide tube, right? Because you don't have canned air down there. No. I'm a shit in the vents until they come out. <laughs> <laughs> then my mutant ass is gonna go ahead and kill them, right? Like, shit in the vents. <laughs> Tell me that's not a brilliant plan. Oh shit in the my vents. God, I'm a shit in their vents. <laughs> I'm a shit in their vents till they come out. <laughs> like, what does that smell? Be like, like mutant up there, shit in the vents again. I mean, like as a zombie though, you, you know, you only get you're only getting like a month. Of uh, you know, actual fast movement. You don't have to be fast when you shoot in vents. That, once, well, <laughs> you're only gonna get a couple hours because rigor mortis sets in pretty quick. Well, here's the thing: I, I've always believed that the zombie virus will not be like a Walking Dead kind of thing. It won't be. I always thought it would be like a uh, 28 days later kind of thing. That's exactly what it would be. And now you're talking about you have a 300 pound sprinting fat ass zombie. With diabetes who shits all the time? Oh, oh my man. god, do I got a plan. <laughs> You'll be like the stinker cat from uh, Left 4 Dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fucking teach other zombies how to shit in the vents. Like, we're just gonna create a train of vent shitting. Think of the bunkers like uh, those Pez dispensers. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god, who shit <laughs> Like about a hundred zombies. Who shit in the face? <laughs> it smells so bad. We gotta get out of this pitch. And then all of a sudden, you pop out, and there's like a hundred zombies. Be like, yoink. And since we're pretty much life eternal for a month, and it's probably gonna be like bloody diarrhea shit, right? Like it's it's you can't. Where do you throw away the trash? How do you clean it up? You're in a bunker. Where's it gonna go? Like, you can clean it up, but, like, where's it going to go? We flood it. (laughs) You're just going to flood flood the bunker with shit. Congratulations, you didn't bring a... You didn't build a bunker, you built a septic tank. (laughs) Fuck, man. You know what that sound means, though, right? That means... That's the end of the fucking episode. You don't get no more content. You get none of that shit. No content. We with we with Holt in the content dick. Episode (laughs) episode three of season two. Um, as always, it's been Mad Matt. Quick one, double double. And remember, the greatest piece of advice you will ever hear as a human being. Yes. If you think you're classy, you're probably trashy. Night, bitches.
Bastards! Bastards?